It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. I'm here. Yeah. 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 So you injured yourself while playing slow pitch. That's right. Now, is this something you're proud of? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. I uh, I don't know why I just decided to round second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, round second. And the ball came in pretty quick. Yeah. And I'm not the most uh, agile fella. Right. I went back into second, and the bases were not into the ground well at all. Right. And so the person playing second went and put their foot down, and I went to touch the bag. And my foot slid under, yeah. and I went over top of my foot. My foot bent, twisted. I went over top of it, and I heard a crack. Yeah. And I rolled around for a bit and swore. And Here's what I've noticed about you, Evan. What? You're a little injury prone. I only had two injuries. So Playing slow pitch. Well, yeah. And also, the injury is never your fault. It's always a loose base. Well, that's, like yeah, that. that is definitely. And well, the one was... <laughs> The one was my fault for sure, because okay. I missed a catch and it, oh. the line drive drilled me right square. Are you sure, in the it wasn't foot. the ball's fault. No, no, that was definitely my fault. <laughs> but no, the base that was definitely the base's fault though, because the bases should be pounded into the ground, right? And all of that. Right. So. Yeah. Well. But, uh, okay. So, you ever think about retiring? I mean, absolutely not. Okay. The downfall is I was supposed to play uh, slow pitch this weekend in Wolseley. You see, oh, it's well, Wolseley's on 125th anniversary. Ah. I'm still gonna go and drink beer. Oh, sure. That's, and I'll you know. maybe keep score. Yeah. Okay. And I'll cheer my team on. Okay. Good. Good. But I gotta tell you, Chad. Uh-huh. Like yesterday was a long day. I went and got, I got my foot looked at. I went to the Indian Head Hospital. Okay. You see. Yeah. Because it's quicker. Sure. And then I went and saw you guys golfing. Yeah. Came and visited you guys. Yeah. And then uh, hockey. Kid had hockey. Right. And then we had to go to Costco. Okay. And you think walking around at Costco, I mean, that's tough on crutches, right? Mm-hmm. I lived out a lifelong dream, Chad. Right. What's that? I hopped on one of those little carts that you drive. Uh-huh. And I drove around Costco in that. And then when, when Des and the kids would be walking a little way away, there's a little horn on it. So I'd start beeping it at them. <laughs> and I was looking for something. And they said all they could see, like, like right in front of the coolers, all they could see was my head going by just straight, just like in one steady motion. And just, just my head floating. <laughs> and they, they said it was the funniest thing. They wish that they had a, their camera here's, going. Here's what I love about the photo, too. You make your the crutches. You've got them very prevalent on the cart with you, so that people know you're not just lazy. Absolutely, you're like, no, I no, no, no look, sure. I've got crutches. And I just <laughs> going in there. I only had my tensor bandage on. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. But I was like, you know what? I better put on oh, my yeah. ankle brace as well, so it looks okay. So you even were playing. Yeah. yeah, Chad and Evan Daly. You know, it's dark when we get up now in the morning again. Oh yeah, and and especially today with the yeah, storm. With the storm, right? And that's what made this extra creepy. Mm-hmm. So I, I get up and I, uh, you know, I, I get ready, you know, brush my teeth, all that fun stuff. I do brush my teeth. You proud of me? So, uh, yeah. and then uh, I go out uh, into the kitchen t- to grab my stuff for the day. Right. So I turn around and I have to walk past the kids' rooms to get to the garage. Okay. And as I'm, I turn around, there's my daughter. Okay. My two-year-old daughter. In the dark? Little Sadie. Standing there in the dark. Oh, no. There's, but there's a nightlight. Okay, but the nightlight is shining just 
kind of perfectly on her. Like a bit of a shadow like on a her little face. Bit, like a little bit behind her. Like right. she was backlit. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. Bit. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. And her hair is draped over her face a little oh bit. Oh my God. Just like the ring. And she's just standing there. Like kids, this little two-year-old. Kids are the creepiest. 100% the creepiest things. I, I cannot. So she, And then and she goes. And in their little voices. And then she goes, Daddy. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> go back to bed, Daddy. Yeah, no, no. And I'm just like, do you want to go back to bed? And then she shakes her head. I'm just like, do you want to go into our bed? So I take her to our bed with my wife and then I leave. Yeah. But I'm just like. That kids are are horribly creepy. I I remember I have I have a niece, and she uh, used to sleepwalk, but she would yep. she would just like and and she would just sit there and she'd be. I remember one time we were we were staying we had a seasonal right, and I, for some reason that night I had to sleep back where the kids were, so I was well, up yeah, on the, like you eat uh, you gotta do the shift. Well, yeah, but you also eat at the kids' table when it comes <laughs> to family true. meals. That's yeah. true, yeah, because I like cheese pizza. Uh, so, but I'm I'm sitting up on the top, sleeping up on the top bunk, and then I look down and she's on the bottom, like a bottom bunk across the way, and <laughs> she's just sitting there up in bed, and she's staring at me. <laughs> just and, and 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 the thing is, she's such you, a cute kid, right? But that's the thing. It's you didn't that's sleep what makes that night. Creep. No way, not a chance. No. I slept that night. <laughs> Kids are horribly creepy. But that comes from watching movies like Children of the Corn. Are you watching any Ring? The Ring and oh, what's that one movie that came out a few years ago? They were little kids in like Halloween costumes, uh, and they were killing people. Oh, then Terrifying. there's The Shining. With the but two little absolutely. girls? Absolutely. So terrifying. Stop make And you know what? That's what it is. It's Hollywood's fault for making these children creepy. Yeah, 100%. Blame and, Hollywood. And the and fact... Trudeau. Well, of course. I'll blame Trudeau for anything. Chad and Evan Daily. I don't know if you've ever been to a concert and had really bad seats. So when I went but, to Madonna in Edmonton, we bought... They, they weren't really obstructed view, but they weren't like the best seats. Yeah, like, well, older venues are bad for having, you know some kind of crappy seats because they weren't built for shows. They were built for, you know, sporting, sporting yeah. events. Yeah. Like hockey venues can be really bad if you get behind the press box or whatever, right? It can, it can be kind of sucky that way. Yeah. But um, now, it's you, most venues are built with concerts in mind. So they, for sure. they, they have pretty good views. However, if you go to uh, the big football stadiums, it can be a little different because there's a lot of seating available behind the, the stage. But most bands don't put that up for sale. Well, because, because you can't see you it. You can't see the stage. Well, that's not the case when it comes to Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Hmm. Uh, their, their tickets are selling. I mean, their tickets are crazy. You can't get a ticket to go see Taylor Swift. It's, it's almost impossible. And... She's selling listen-only tickets. Same with Beyonce. So they what? are they are behind the stage. You get no view of the artist. No view of the artist. You will you will not see them. Will you, they put you, like you will a? Not, s- do you get to watch a screen and all? Like can you see? I, I'm sh- maybe a screen, but like you don't get to see the artist. It's just like watching the like it'd be like watching a watching them on TV. That's stupid. Uh, and and they're selling for hundred forty dollars a ticket. Uh, $140 a ticket for listen-only tickets. No, not worth it. Not worth going in to be, just to say I was in the building for the show. Now, here's the thing. People are getting mad at Taylor Swift, and they're getting mad at Beyonce. Why? Don't get mad at that. Don't buy the tickets. That's exactly it. And really, with that, because Taylor Swift and Beyonce are getting paid for their show. It's the promoters 
that are selling those tickets. Right. Right? Because they are given a guarantee. Taylor Swift and Beyonce are given a guarantee for the concert. But then there's points for it, too. So if they sell X amount of those tickets, they are probably still getting more of a cut with it as well. Right. So they would be making more money. But I would put that on on not just the, the, the artist, really. I, I wouldn't put it put mostly on the, pro- the, I wouldn't on the promoter. That. I'm not putting that on anybody. Like, nobody. That's right. on the fans. Well, yeah. You that's don't on have the to demand. That's right. That's on, that's on your demand. And, and that's the thing. People are buying them. So I guess, what's, what are we so mad about? People are getting what they want. They're going, they're paying $140 to sit and listen to the artist. So that's wow. what they want. But here's, here's something else to keep in mind. Taylor Swift, with her shows in Toronto, it's expected to have an economic, Im- inco- uh, economic impact of $600, $600 million and, for Toronto. And what is she, five shows there? I think it's five or six, but I know so many people that have bought tickets already for it. Oh, yeah. From here. I know. And then then there's so many people that are complaining about not being able to get tickets. And and you know what? If you even have the privilege of contemplating flying all the way to Toronto to spend $2,000 on a ticket, life's good. (laughs) Chad and Evan Daly. Chad and Evan on the Wolf, Robbie Robertson of uh, the band passing away yesterday at the age of 80, a truly iconic uh, Canadian artist. That song right there from the band called The Wait, that's from an era of like story songs, right? Yeah, Robbie, 100%. Ro- Robbie Robertson wrote some great story songs. And that I miss that era. You know, mm-hmm. like you look at uh, songs like The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. That to me is a great story song. That or, is exactly what that or is. Or Johnny yeah. Cash, Boy Named Sue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lots of Johnny Cash songs. They're, they're all like, you know what I mean? Storytellers. We don't have those anymore. Although I will say, there's some rap artists that, that do have kind of that vibe about them. And there are country artists don't anymore. It's all like, there's my beer and my fishing line and my wife and my truck. <laughs> Let's get back to Robbie Rock. Oh, sorry, yeah, guys. You get, sorry. Getting out of hand here. Um, if you're looking to celebrate the life of, of Robbie Robertson, mm-hmm. you know, you've got The Last Waltz. Of course, yeah. The Scorsese documentary about the band. Absolutely the phenomenal. Yeah. And I feel like actually a buddy of mine, Matt, he, he's, he's, his favorite band of all time is the band. Yeah. And he was telling me, he asked me the one time, he just said, have you ever heard of Once We're Brothers? And I hadn't, and so I forgot about it. Yeah. But that is a Robbie Robertson. It's not him. He didn't make this one. Yeah. But it's a documentary essentially about the band, but Robbie Robertson kind of talks about the rise and fall of the band. Yeah, well... And it came out in 2019. So the band, they backed Ronnie Hawkins, right, for a while. Yeah. And then... Uh, they were called the Hawks, I think, for a while, and then they uh, they they went on to back Bob Dylan, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played Woodstock too, the band. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Bob Dylan, he was just like these amazing musicians all together in one band. Uh, I need them, and they were part of the uh, you know uh, Bob Dylan's transition to electric, which was a right. big deal in the music world well, because it was folk music, right? Yeah. And so they, they would get this- booed off stage. Oh, yeah. Because people were going to see a folk show, yeah. and then there's this electric band playing with Bob Dylan, yeah. and they would get booed off oh, stage. Yeah. Well, Bob Dylan would walk out on stage with his black fender, and people, boo, boo. Yeah. But, uh, and, and also, Robbie Robertson, successful solo career. Uh, he had a showdown, uh, was, it, was it Showdown at Big Sky, right? Was that yeah. the song? Yeah. And also, uh, an indigenous artist, too. So here's something else that I just learned about Robertson today, is he scored a ton of films 
including Scorsese's Raging Bull yeah. and The Departed. Yeah, with that The Departed, really? Yeah, he, he did the score for The right. Departed. Okay, yeah, because that has a great soundtrack too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's one of those artists, like one of those sneaky artists. You know what I mean? You don't think of a lot, but they were really, really iconic. And, so, and when I was watching the preview for uh, Once We're Brothers, they talked about how the Beatles were storytellers a bit, you know, as well. They were. Um, but they, they were, were like, also really poppy. But they yeah, were, but, yeah. you know, like they were kind of the band, like, of the U.K., you know, you'd had the Beatles yeah. from the UK, and then you had the band from North America. Right, but the band, the band, the band. Yeah. Definitely more artistic. 100%. Than the Beatles were, yeah. The Beatles were, you know, they were they were a massive selling band, but the band, I don't know, I think people just sat around and drank, Got, did drugs. Got high. <laughs> Still do that today. Yeah. Chad and Evan Daily. Luckily, out at Aspen Links. The options are endless. Oh so yeah, we were uh, given the opportunity to go out uh, to go onto the the uh, the uh, simulator. The simulator and Brad and Justin, uh, we had some fun. You uh, were leading in the uh, in the I actually the front played, nine, I, and then even the the last few holes, did I well. did pretty well too. I'm, I'm way better on the simulator than I am in person, right? Uh, and on actual golf. But here's what I've realized, Evan. Uh, by the way, thank you to Aspen Links for an awesome season of Whack Off Wednesday. It was so good. That was my hosts, first ever. Great hosts. Great hosts. And they were also... Uh, great food. Great food. Uh, but I, I've noticed that when we golf, people die. So... Yeah. So... A few weeks ago, we were out golfing. And I get a message as we're on the course. Tony Bennett dies. Hmm. Okay. All right. Then I get a message as we're out golfing. It's uh, These are Apple News things. That you're yeah, getting. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then I get a message that uh, the Sinead O'Connor dies. Which everyone, we were out there like, this, that's crazy. That's yeah. shocking. Yeah, and then Sad. yesterday, yesterday I get a message that Robbie Robertson dies. Yeah. So not only does all of my self-esteem die out on the golf course... But so people do celebrities. literally die. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.